What kind of people are considered great talent? In Xi Jinping's eyes, the range can be very broad, including people with profound knowledge and great sense of responsibilities, as well as people with exceptional niche or uncommon capabilities. She has repeatedly emphasized the need to expand the talent pool and offer great platforms for talent. Back in Zhengding County of Hebei Province in winter of 1983, a dilapidated chicken farm made a very bleak scene. Over 300 commercial chicken houses sat idle with rusty coops. Dry weeds around the chicken houses and in the yard reached people's knees. In freezing cold, Xi Jinping, then secretary of the CPC Zhengding County Committee. Waded through the weeds to reach the chicken farm with a deep frown on his face. He wondered why such a modern farm could still suffer big losses. After all, the chicken houses were well built and automated to take care of feeding and egg retrieval procedures. After his survey, Xi Jinping realized that the missing ingredient was people with the right expertise. An expert would certainly fix this mess, and an expert was to be found. Chicken farmer Liu Chengyong came into the picture. Liu founded a joint chicken breeding complex and had great sales. Within three years, Liu's business partners grew from twelve to forty-three households. And they had trained over thirty outstanding chicken breeders. Liu was rightly nicknamed the Chicken Commander, and his reputation spread far and wide. The day before the Spring Festival in 1984, Liu Chengyong was looking after the twenty-five chickens he kept at home when he heard a knock on the gate. Liu Chengyong opened the gate and saw Xi Jinping standing in freezing wind with a smile on his face, hands reaching out for a handshake. The two chatted inside. Xi Jinping encouraged Liu to take charge of the county chicken farm, saying he had heard long ago that Liu's hens were the only ones still laying eggs in the freezing weather. Xi Jinping also tried to reassure Liu when he said, "If the chicken farm can make one cent in profit that year, it would be turning the situation around." Encouraged by Xi's words, Liu Chengyong accepted the mission and even made a promise to turning five thousand yuan in profit by the end of the year. That was Xi Jinping's matchmaking between an expert chicken breeder and a state-owned enterprise on the verge of bankruptcy. But it also stirred up a great deal of controversy. Some said it was pure nonsense that a chicken farmer would become the leader of a state-owned enterprise. Many doubted that a chicken farm could profit. However, Xi Jinping insisted on supporting Liu in his reform and innovation. The new leader dismissed over seventy workers who didn't know the first thing about raising chicken. Keeping only a dozen practiced hands, 
The chicken coops were re-welded according to new standards. Chicken houses were disinfected, and advanced chicken hatching technologies were also introduced, among others. A few months later, cages of baby chicks picked out of their shells. By the end of the year, egg production rate at the farm reached 80%. This chicken farm, which had lost 780,000 yuan prior to this, made a profit of more than 60,000 yuan that year. The chicken commander that Xi Jinping had found dragged the state-owned company back from the edge of bankruptcy. Xi Jinping has unique insights when it comes to appointing the right people and unleashing their innovative potential. He proposed that when it comes to urgently needed specialists, exceptional policies should be put in place, rather than demanding perfection or relying solely on seniority or a uniform metric of evaluation. There should be ample working room for individuals with genuine talent and capabilities. While in Zhengding, she also visited writer Jia Dashan, mechanical talent Liu Yuzhong, and Wu Baoxing, who specialized in cosmetics, among others. She invited these experts to help inject new energy into the county economy. Xi Jinping once said that whoever could foster and attract talent would gain an edge in competition. In early 1984, letters signed with student Xi Jinping were delivered to more than 100 well-known experts and scholars across China, inviting them to become consultants for Zhengding County. Touched by his sincerity, experts in various fields accepted the invitation. They included mathematician Hua Luogeng, economist Yu Guangyuan. And experts in internal combustion engine and automobile engineering, chemistry and chemical engineering, as well as in agronomy, they were the first members of the consultant group to offer advice on the development of Zhengding County. They also catalyzed the training of local talent. Xi Jinping has always had deep respect for talent, as shown in his efforts to engage talent from all walks of life. For the development of the entire country in the past few decades, besides having an open mindset regarding talent, Xi Jinping is also skillful in delegating tasks. He has always encouraged and supported all industries to transform human resources into a momentum for high-quality development. Even while working as a junior official. She paid special attention to the role that scientific and technological talent played in the society, and championed them to apply their expertise in social construction. In mid to late 1990s, traditional agriculture was gradually fading away in Nanping City, which was once known as the Granary of Fujian Province. On top of this. Old agricultural infrastructure was badly damaged in the summer of 1998 by the biggest flood of the century, further weakening local agricultural production. Xi Jinping arrived in Nanping for the post-disaster reconstruction efforts. 
After conducting on-site surveys, Xi's prescription for saving the local economy was to rely on scientific and technological progress, and increase labor productivity to transform the local agriculture and rural economy. However, promoting new technology in agriculture was no easy task back then. The city lacked agricultural infrastructure and technical specialists. Local farmers lived far apart, making it hard to organize training. In the face of this challenge, Xi Jinping proposed to bring science and technology to the people instead by sending experts deep into the villages. This was the birth of the SciTech Commissioner system that is still in use today. In February 1999, the first group of 225 agricultural researchers and technicians were dispatched to 215 villages. They soon became stars in the rural villages in northern Fujian Province. These commissioners not just worked but lived in the countryside for a long period of time. They showed farmers agricultural know-hows hand in hand. Helped them solve problems in production and trained a large number of local personnel. They also guided and organized farmers to use modern agricultural technology to improve efficiency and thus their income. Grape planting specialist Xie Fuxing was among the commissioners who went to Nanping City. He dedicated nearly 20 years to helping more than 20,000 farmers plant grapes in northern Fujian. The annual output of the local grape industry reached over 600 million yuan as a result. Our goal was to bring hope to agriculture and prosperity to farmers. I think this is also the greatest aspiration of President Xi Jinping. Today, more than 20 years later, SciTech experts like Xie Fuxing work on farms all over the country, bringing with them new technologies and providing services in rural areas. They have changed the face of villages and improved the lives of farmers. The system has received warm responses from the people. We thank the experts who came to our village from the bottom of our hearts. They showed farmers the power of technology and brought us hope and dreams in a new era. Back then, we didn't know how to manage tea farms properly. In 2018, Professor Liao Hong from Fujian Agriculture and Forestry University led a team of experts and built a 1,000-acre ecological tea farm here. The things Commissioner Liu taught in class were very real and practical, and have improved the quality of our tea products. Xi Jinping's respect and appreciation for great talents were also evident in his support for both their work and living conditions. He is committed to creating an inclusive and innovative social atmosphere. On November the 10th of 2000, Xi Jinping came to the Zhangzhou Sports Training Base in Fujian Province. This is the training base of Chinese women's volleyball team. In the early 1980s, Chinese women's volleyball team made history after it won five consecutive titles at the world's top volleyball competitions. 
their fighting spirit and resilience inspired a generation of Chinese people who needed confidence and motivation in the early stages of reform and opening up. However, in the 1990s, the Chinese women's volleyball team fell into a trough of underachievement. By the 2000s Sydney Olympic Games, they were still struggling at a low point. At that time, the training base had served the team for nearly 30 years and was already very old. To build a new venue would cost about 9 million yuan. No one knew if the construction plan could be approved. Encouragingly, Xi Jinping made it clear that he would continue to provide support for the team. He said the training base was the pride of Fujian and it was the responsibility of the province to keep it in good shape. Fujian should contribute to the revival of Chinese women's volleyball team. Xi Jinping commented on the thought-provoking trip, saying that as a base for patriotic education, the training venue was supposed to further promote the spirit of the women's volleyball team. It needed to be renovated and improved upon urgently. The team was still at a low point at the moment and it needed the encouragement and support from all sectors of society. After that, the construction of the new venue officially started. In July of 2001, Xi Jinping came again to visit the women's volleyball team. Xi Jinping said that the Chinese women's volleyball team was regarded as family by local people of Zhangzhou and coming back for training should feel like returning home. He commended the team, saying that the Fujian people admire their fighting spirit and strongly believed that they would achieve new glory. He hoped the team could train well in Zhangzhou and achieve great results in the near future. The people of Fujian would always stand at their back. After making the remarks, Xi Jinping did not leave right away, but sat on a small stool by the side of the court and watched the team train. He sat in the sweltering old training hall for over half an hour, his shirt half soaked in sweat. His support and care greatly encouraged the whole team. In the 2003 FIVB Volleyball Women's World Cup, Team China regained world championship after a hiatus of 17 years. In March 2004, the Chinese women's volleyball team moved into a brand new training hall. That August, they won the gold medal in the Athens Olympic Games and once again stood on the highest podium of the Olympic Games after an interlude of 20 years. Training conditions got better and better throughout those two decades and Xi Jinping's encouragement was always there by their side, giving the team spiritual strength when in face of challenges. He said, people love the Chinese women's volleyball team not only for the championship they won, but more importantly for the patriotic spirit, the power of unity and cooperation, the tenacity, resilience and the perseverance the team had demonstrated on the court. In Xi's opinion, the spirit of the women's volleyball team represents the spirit of the times and it is the loudest call for a stronger nation.
Through decades of governance, Xi Jinping has shown the insight to identify talent, the resource to attract talent, and the decision to use talent. He has also shown sincerity and generosity in respecting and supporting talent, and this has always been his password in galvanizing capable people to lead social and economic development. You've been listening to stories of Xi Jinping. In episode eight, we will explore how Xi Jinping has ensured effective communication with various political parties, social organizations, and people from all walks of life to seek consensus while embracing diversity. <laughs> <laughs>